Do you feel like you'll never be married? Are you lonely? Or are you just tired of waiting for a husband? Dr. Stephanie Ricks, inspirational speaker and author of Prayers of a Single Woman, will give you encouraging words, scriptures, and motivation to live your best life while waiting on the husband God has for you. Hi, ladies, and welcome to season two, the single vision of the Dr. Stephanie show. This is episode one of eight episodes, and this episode is titled, Who Are You? I hope that you all are excited about this episode because I'm definitely excited. Now, before we continue on, before I dive into the lesson, I want you all to be sure to have your pens, your papers, your notepads, your journals, so that you all can take notes throughout this lesson, so that you all can really reflect back to understand who you are. Now, for years, we have gone through life seeking answers to questions we had about ourselves. We go to counselors, we go to pastors, preachers, teachers, and we still do not have a clear understanding of who we are. In many ways, we are looking for a quick fix to help us understand who we are. Also, in many ways, we walk around complaining about what someone else has not done for us. But have we truly looked at our lives to see what we have done to help ourselves instead of complaining about what others have not done for us? I can remember a time, a very long time ago, I walked around not knowing who I was and was in relationships expecting things from my mate. In other words, I was expecting for my mate to make me happy. Now, I had to ask, how could I expect things from someone and I did not know who I was? Now, if I didn't know who I truly was, I was expecting things from my mate that would have never satisfied me. This is the same for you. If you don't know who you are, how can you expect someone else to make you happy? You have to first make yourself happy. You have to first love yourself. But before you can make yourself happy, before you can enjoy yourself, Before you can really love yourself, you have to know yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Now, before I get into the real meat of this lesson, I need to let you all know that this episode, along with all other episodes that I do, come from a biblical perspective. Many times we seek worldly perspectives to help us with relationships, but I don't want to lead you all the wrong way. So everything that I say will come from a biblical perspective. Now, with that being said, throughout our lives, we have, we're going to find many layers of our lives and that's going to unfold with different situations and different obstacles that we may face. 
But the key is to understand our core self so that we can know how to react to those situations and and know how to react to those different obstacles that that we face throughout our lives. So you may ask, okay, Dr. Stephanie, how do I know my core self? How do I understand my core self? Well, I am so glad that you all asked me as a Christian woman. You have to recognize who you are in God's eyes. You have to understand your identity in him and walk in authority. You have to know that God created you in his own image and he does not make any mistakes. Your identity is simple, but an amazing fact that you are in Christ because you are in Christ This is the real you. This is your true identity. Like I said, your identity, your true identity is simple, but it's the fact that you are different from the world and you don't have to operate as the world operate. Now let's read Galatians 3, 26 through 28. For you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Okay, now I really want you all to hone in on the phrase in Christ. That phrase in Christ is mentioned about 140 times in the Bible. Now to be in Christ means that you are accepted by him. It doesn't matter if we aren't accepted by man. It doesn't matter if the guy that we're interested in dislikes our personality It doesn't matter if the man you want to be with doesn't want to be with you because you are accepted by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. None of that matters. If you are accepted by God, none of other, none of that other stuff should matter. Accepted means that he, meaning God, has exchanged all of our sins and made us pleasing in the eyes of God. Therefore, God sees his son, Jesus Christ in us. So guess what? He doesn't see our imperfections because he see his son, Jesus Christ in us. He doesn't see our imperfections. So you know how you may take a personality test or you may go so far as to pay to get a natal chart or a birth chart just to see who you are. These are ways that take us away from going to God and seeking God's guidance and seeking God to understand who we are. And in many cases, when we're doing these things, Have you really thought about you're just asking other people to tell you about who you are when we should really be going to God? Now, let's reflect on and let's read 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. We're going to focus on 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. And it reads, 
but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not attained mercy, but now have attained mercy. God is telling you that you are a chosen generation. He is telling you that you are a member of the royal priesthood of a holy nation, of a special nation. So it's no need of us trying to take a personality test or seeking a birth chart. We already know our identity and that is we are part of a holy nation. We are a royal priesthood. Now let's go and read again or let's focus on Ephesians 1, 3 through 14. Now I'm not going to read all of this, but it really sums it up. Ephesians 1 says, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing, chosen, adopted, redeemed, forgiven, and unconditionally loved. That's who we are. Once we accept God and, and, and live in him and follow his name, we become a new person. We become accepted by him. We have all of his spiritual blessings. So let's look at this in a practical aspect. You have embraced your singleness in such an extreme manner that your identity of being single overtake your identity in Christ. It overtakes the fact that you are a part of a holy nation. It overtakes the fact that you are chosen. Now, in reality, you know who God says that you are, but it's hard for you to live up to that because you are still affected by your past. Perhaps you've been mistreated or disliked by your classmates or sexually abused and you get stuck in that past. You know who God say uh, says that you are, but you're so stuck in that past that it's hard for you to really walk in the, the in the authority that God has given you. Or we have gotten to a point where we don't even recognize our own self. We mold ourselves into someone that we don't even recognize. We change the way we think. We change our wants. We, we scroll up and down social media to find out what other people are doing so that we can be like them. We want things that other people have. And once we get those things, it still doesn't make us happy. And that's because we don't recognize who we are. So we have all of this going on. We're stuck in the past, right? We're hurt from, from the past, from our past circumstances. Or we're trying to be like someone where we don't even recognize ourselves. We have all of this going on where we can't really focus on God. But what we have to do is in order to move on is to tell God, you know, I know that I that I am am hurt. This this rape have stole my true self. This molestation have stole my true self or this divorce have stole my true self or getting fired from this job has stole my true self. The mean things people have said to me has 
uh, stole my true self. The, the, the drugs have stole my true self. The peer pressure has stole my true self. My boyfriend has stole my true self. I don't know my identity, Lord. I know everything that you, you have said. I know that I'm chosen. I, I, I know that I receive all of your spiritual blessings. I know that I am a part of a royal priesthood, the holy nation. But guess what, Lord? I'm still stuck in my past. I still don't know how to get over all of this hurt, all of this pain. I just don't know what to do. I have obstacles in my life that's overtaking my identity. And I just don't know how to be a new person. I don't know how to be this new person that you say that I am. I am here to tell you that you have to fight against your past. You must know that you're accepted, not rejected. You are redeemed, not in bondage. You are covered by the grace of God not the law. You are accepted, valued, loved, forgiven, and you are capable of doing any and everything that God says that you can do because you are a new creature in him. You have to change your way of thinking, change your mind. Once you have changed your mind, you can understand who you are in Christ and you no longer feel the need to find your worth in a relationship. It will free up who you are. You can be stable in your life instead of changing who you are with every single situation. You based yourself on how God sees you, not how a relationship sees you or not how man sees you. Once you change your mind, it would allow you to experience God's love in a way that you have never experienced it before. It would allow you to confidently share his love with others. So this is what I want you all to do. I want you to stop and really reflect on the details of your past. Now, you can't stay in the past because th this is where Satan wants you to stay. He wants you to stay in the past. So you you got to just really pinpoint what it was that's making you act the way you act now in your adulthood. What happened in your past that's making you act the way you act now. So really reflect, kind of re reflect on your past. Start forgiving those who have hurt you. You have to start forgiving those people who have truly hurt you. Then tell God about it. Remember what I said? Tell him, get in fire from that job, stole my true self, or the, the mean things other people have said about me, the drugs, all of this have stole my true self. And then I want you to shut everything, all of those areas in your life in which you feel that you're being fake, in which you feel that you're being funny, in which you feel that you're not acting in your true self. You need to shut all of that out of your life. Acknowledge that you are different from the world. And the reason why you are different is because God created you. Find new ways of living. You can't do the same thing and expect different results. I mean, that's an old saying. 
you can't do the same thing and find different results. And the new way of living is living in Christ. Now that you all have the biblical keys to understanding your core self, reflect back on the scriptures and start walking boldly in Christ. In order for us to have a successful relationship, we want to make sure that we that we know who we are so that we can make ourselves happy so that we can live in joy and peace before that man enter into our lives. And we don't have to put so much expectation on him to make us happy. It's not up for the man. It's not up to the man to make us happy. It's up to us to understand who we are first and the things that's that uh, will make us happy and to know who we are first we have to recognize that we are in Christ we have to recognize that we are accepted and that we are valued that we are part of a holy nation that we are a part of a royal priesthood so my sister start walking boldly and confidently in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Thank you so much for listening today. For more information or to contact Dr. Stephanie, visit her on social media at the Dr. Stephanie.